At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Gay Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight here as well. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up, Jeff Randomly, Jason Weingarten standing by, by the way, from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali. Uh, yesterday was uh, vegging out between shows. That's what I do between shows. I veg. I'm like catatonic. So Around the Horn was on, and they spent an entire segment. I just want to know if you, were, you, would, you would have the same reaction that I did. They spent the greater part of a segment talking about how outraged they were that the Browns in that game against the Raiders on Monday, the game that was postponed two days, that the Raiders won on the last second field goal from Daniel Carlson, won at 16-14. to 14. They were outraged, at least two or three of the guys on the panel, were outraged by the fact that the Browns didn't go for it on 4th and 3 at their own 30. So on 3rd and 3, remember this is the last Browns possession, if they get the 3 yards, game over. Because the Raiders don't have any timeouts left after the 3rd down play, right? So 3rd and 3, they stuff Chubb, and they use their final timeout. And so on 4th and 3, the Raiders have no timeouts left. There's two minutes left in the game. It goes to the two minutes warning. Or that was the two-minute warning was the final uh, stoppage of the clock. So they were without timeouts. It's fourth and three for the Browns at their own 30. If they fail to get the three yards there, they're already, the Raiders are already in field goal position, right? And they can make it that much easier if they gain a few yards. But, like, we were watching on primetime action. There wasn't a second's thought where I thought they should go for that. you got to kick it away there. Because, by the oh, by the way, you have your third-string quarterback. Well, you know, that's also part of it. And I know Nick Mullins comported himself well, but really you're going to leave your entire season up to the three yards. So it just seems so results-oriented. Yes, they punted away. Yes, Derek Carr got them back in field goal position. And yes, Daniel Carlson sunk it. And the Browns end up losing. But I couldn't believe that they were all in such this consensus outrage. And all it made me think to myself was, I don't think people, like it's a whole thing about, I talk about this all the time. Half the time people are railing against analytics. They don't even know what they're talking about because it's not even analytics that they're raging against. They think they're talking about analytics. And then this was one of those where I think people, we've gotten into such this state where it's like, oh, you're supposed to go for it on every fourth down. Of course they should have gone for it on fourth down. No, they shouldn't have. Am I wrong on this, Jeff? No. The only thing that I would, would quibble with with that end of that last drive for Cleveland, on a third and three, I would have called a rollout from Mullins 
see if you can make a play. If you can't, just fall down, take the sack. Sure. But you can't go for it on fourth and three and throw no. 30. You can't. They got you no at least got to give your defense a chance to stop them. Yes. I just found that so odd yesterday. From under a cloud of smoke, ladies and gentlemen, at Spreadopedia on Twitter, it's Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. Your uh, your conversation kind of reminded me of of Auburn, Alabama, where you get you know fifty nine minutes of a, a great game played, and then everybody second guesses what happens in the last minute. You know, when when you have those decisions with games on the line, it's uh, it's a lot harder when when you're making those decisions than second guessing them on around the horn the next day. Yes, it is. Uh, Jason wearing a Rams. Uh, hoodie is that a uh, Sean McVay hoodie or is that just a stock stock? Nah, brand? this is a nice one. It's it's uh, the Watts Rams. I don't. I, I'm the not Watts sure. Rams. There you go. Yeah, like it. Actually. Um, okay, so you want, let's talk about a couple things that you have been talking about these past couple weeks. I want to know where you stand on these. Let's go with Coach of the Year. Um, Coach of the Year in the National Football League. Bill Belichick now the short shot at even money at BetMGM. Matt Lafleur at three to one. And, again, the narrative with Matt LaFleur has always been, well, he's got Aaron Rodgers. How's he going to win a coach of the year? But at some point, you do have to give Matt LaFleur credit. Three straight seasons, 11-plus wins. Very impressive. Everybody else is a long shot of 14-1 to or longer. And we were going through this yesterday about, you know, drawing a line for these long shot coaches. Like, what would have to happen for Brian Flores to win it, for Mike Frabel to win it, on and on? Where do you stand? What bets do you have? And what do you think is going to happen at this point? So, so working from from the bottom to the top, I have uh, I have Andy Reid at 150 to one. He's he's dropped a bit to about I think 50 or 40 or so. I have Brian Flores around 100 to one, 95 to one, 65 to one, etc. He's dropped a little bit. I think he's he's the only guy I could think of who's a non-division winner potential who could win it. And then uh, I have a little bit on on Staley. I think he's drawing dead. I have Zach Taylor. I think he's still alive. <clears throat> and then up top, I don't have Kingsbury. I don't have Lafleur. I don't think Lafleur is going to win. Um, I think uh, if we're going to give Coach of the Year to somebody on the Packers, we should vote Aaron Rodgers Coach of the Year because <laughs> um, it's his team, not not Matt Lafleur's. And then Bill Belichick. It's just this question of what do you do with Belichick? Are you going to give Belichick coach of the year? Are we going to give it to him after what what happened versus the Colts? I'm I'm not inclined to to vote for him if I had a vote after watching that Colts game. I think you know every, everybody has a bad day, and Belichick had a had a pretty bad day Saturday. I think what we're getting at here is this is far from decided, right? So like, let's take your Brian Very. Flores example. If Ryan Flores, if the Dolphins win the next three games, and they have the Saints on Monday night, a game that has implications for both teams, both teams 7-7 seven and seven in their respective conferences, if, if, if Miami were to go 9-0 and down the stretch, right, they've won six in a row, they've gone from 1-7 and seven to 7-7, seven and seven. let's say they win their last three and they get a wild card berth, you think he would be live, and I would probably agree with you that he would be live. Right? Yeah, especially after last season where he was the runner-up and he yeah. lost it basically in the last week. Uh, when you when you consider they lost seven games in a row and they would finish with a huge win streak, including a Week 18 win over the Patriots, they'd be 2-0 and against the Patriots. Um, I don't know. I mean, it really depends on if you view Coach of the Year similar to MVP. Do you just look at the guy with the best stats? Do you look at the coach with the most wins, or do you do you look at the guy who's done the most with the least, or who's who's exceeded expectations? Because if you're talking about exceeding expectations, we'd look at Flores. We'd still look at Zach Taylor, who's alive to win the division still. Um, Kingsbury. I don't know if you could really give it to Kingsbury after losing to the Lions. And same thing with Rabel. And uh, Titans, how can you vote for the uh, for Mike, Mike Vrabel after they lost to the Jets and the Texans? See, I think I think Vrabel would be live too by the same token as Brian Flores. I think if if the Titans won out and they they would not only win their division, they would let's say they got the number one seed. You'd look back on the on the Titans season, and despite the two losses you talk about, they still have the greatest resume, the greatest wins of any team in the league this year, and they will have gotten a number one seed without having their best couple players, the, their true. best player for huge portions of the season. How could you not give them the coach of the year in that respect? 
Well, I think I think what it comes down to is is my criteria for winning this award is going to be going three and zero the last three weeks for sure. You're right, and and yeah. probably a division title on top of that. Yeah, yeah. At, listen, I think it's properly priced right now. I really do. I think Belichick is probably even money. I think Matt Lafleur is probably the second short shot. But I definitely think that it's it's up for grabs based on a lot of the. Well, I mean, the if scenarios that we've come up with are long shot scenarios, but if they happen. I think that uh, particular coach would get into the driver's seat. You wanted to look at MVP as well, and let's look at this. This is a two-man race between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, at least as the market dictates. It's a two-man race here, with now Aaron Rodgers becoming the favorite after Tom Brady's performance on Sunday night. Not exactly fair. He didn't have th- you know his three biggest weapons for much of that game, but Aaron Rodgers at BetMGM and Tom Brady, both at plus 150 now. Everybody else double digits what do you have here what do you think happens here i don't have either of the favorites brady or rogers i never never got in on them i do have some patrick mahomes and i I think it's interesting um similar to my my bet on andy Reid, the uh the chiefs haven't lost in like two months now and we're not really talking about them they're they're seven and oh the last seven or eight weeks i think they had a bye week in there too uh three winnable games left to finish the season. They could finish the season with 10 straight wins and the number one seed. And we're not talking about Andy Reed. We're not talking about Patrick Mahomes potentially winning another MVP. It goes back to my thing about how sometimes players are constantly so great that we take for granted their, their greatness. Um, it's crazy to think Patrick Mahomes is still double digits. I think, there's voters that aren't going to vote for Rodgers regardless of what he does. I think Brady has has lost his his best chance with a shutout against uh, the Steelers and going 0-2 against them. And I think it's important to point out that Steelers defense also held Aaron Rodgers to three points week one. So um, when you just look at the common opponents. With, you're talking about, uh, you're talking about the Rogers, Saints, not the Steelers. The Saints. Sorry, Saints. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the common opponent there. You know, obviously one game doesn't decide an MVP, but I really do think Jonathan Taylor closing in on on uh, 2,000, 2,000 total yards from scrimmage, 20 touchdowns. He deserves serious consideration. And then Cooper Cup, I bet him at 200 to one. He's down to about 40 to one, which I don't think is a great price anymore. But again, 2,000 yards where you're going to tell me in a year where quarterbacks aren't aren't really running away with it, that Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup shouldn't shouldn't both be considered contenders at this point. I think, you know, you have Kyler Murray up there at 30 to one. I, I think Kyler Murray's drawing dead, absolutely drawing dead, especially after a loss to the lions. So, you know, give me Cooper cup up there. Give me Cooper cup before Justin Herbert. Even I think Herbert's done. Yeah. I mean, I'll ask you to stick around here after the break, because this is, this is the conundrum, right? Between MVP and Offensive Player of the Year, and we'll get into that. We'll look at the Offensive Player of the Year numbers here after the break. I also want to look at Comeback Player of the Year numbers because that's sort of a fascinating discussion. You You are handicapping human beings. We talked about this during baseball season. You're handicapping how human beings will treat sort of nebulous awards. Comeback Player of the Year itself, a very vague sort of thing to begin with. How do you define that? And then the difference between MVP and Offensive Player of the Year, how it's been handled historically, again, should be part of how you handicap. I think it should be part. We'll get into that discussion. We'll look at those odds next right here on The Numbers Game with Jason Weingart, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Skill Alexander, Jason Weingarten from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California joins us at Spreadopedia on Twitter. By the way, I, I saw uh, oh, people should check out Jason's work every day at Spreadopedia. But I, I noticed uh, you you commented on this whole thing with the Georgia players. I mentioned it with Bill Connolly earlier where there's a report from The Athletic or at least one of the reporters at The Athletic has tweeted out about, hey, all these Georgia players uh, are on the COVID list, but it's our policy not to tell you who because they haven't mentioned who. That would be some key information we should probably know for for betting purposes. Yet that would not be at our at our fingertips. But you you are uh, you're annoyed by sort of the conflict of interest there. Yeah, I mean, I just think I'm I'm not a journalist, but if I was a journalist and I knew the names of all the players who were out, I'd probably use that information to to make some money. You know, if if I wasn't reporting it and to to actively you know, say, well, it's our policy not to, to to disclose the names, but at the same time, you know, you have a sports book advertising with, with links to, to bet on the game. You know, I, I just think that's materially important information. And, and I did already bet on Michigan. I bet the money line and against the spread. So I'm on you know, Michigan I kind of have an idea who yeah. some of the players are myself, but, but just from a, a journalist standpoint, it, it just, it's like the, the nerve of these these journalists to to say, oh, I know this information that you don't, and I know you need to know it because it's important, but I'm not going to tell you. But sign up for an account at the sports book. You know, <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. Uh, okay, so we were just before the before the break, we we're talking about MVP, and you were making the case for the Jonathan Taylors and the Cooper Cups of the world, the non-quarterbacks of the world, if you will. So again, uh, offensive player of the year since 1972. That's when they've been giving out, the Associated Press has been giving out Offensive Player of the Year. Only three times has it gone to a wide receiver, twice to Jerry Rice, one to Michael Thomas a couple years ago. Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, if we could flash up the Offensive Player of the Year numbers, they are neck and neck for Offensive Player of the Year. And I hate to, I hate to sort of say that this, that this market is a, you know, what do you call it, a, a repository for MVP, but it sort of is. Like, so if Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady gets MVP, it feels like this is the de facto non-quarterback award, at least historically. So I just worry, will voters, and again, this is all about handicapping humans, will voters buck the whole Brady's 44 years old and doing these great things, Aaron Rodgers' is superhuman things, and give MVP to either Taylor or Cup, who are having, as you said, Unbelievable seasons. Cooper Cup just set the Rams franchise record yesterday for receptions in a season. He's got the uh, the wideout, or I should say, the receiving triple crown of catches, yards, and touchdowns. Currently, another two yesterday for Cooper Cup. Jonathan Taylor could be doing a Derrick Henry thing for 2,000 yards, but remember, Derrick Henry didn't sniff the MVP last year either. So I don't know. Minus 105 on both of these guys for Offensive Player of the Year at BetMGM. And everybody else, including Aaron Rodgers, fifty to one, and Tom Brady, by the by the way, fifty to one and longer. 
So are you really expecting MVP to go to Taylor or Cup? I think you have to consider that the MVP award, and, and we've had these discussions before talking about baseball, it's not merely a looking at the stats and deciding, oh, well, this guy's the leader in X number of categories, therefore he's the MVP. Especially in the NFL when you consider the the, the rules are geared towards protecting quarterbacks. It's 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 protected. You know, it, the, the rules are there to make quarterbacks safer, to make passing easier. So when you see these great numbers out of these quarterbacks, it's like, well, that that's what they're supposed to do. You know, it's impossible to play defense in the NFL anymore. You can't you know, you can't hurt people like you used to. But when I look at a Cooper Cup or a Jonathan Taylor, and and Jonathan Taylor in particular, I think a lot of his production <clears throat> is a function of his offensive line, as is any running back. A, a great, you know, a great running back means you have a great offensive line. Cooper Cup to to catch the amount of of, of passes he's catching, to go over the middle like he does in in this NFL to get the the yards after the catch he gets, I think is is MVP worthy. And and that's what uh, makes me think he's a legitimate contender is what he does when he's out in space and that he creates space for the rest of the offense. When you look at Matt Stafford, you say, oh, well, he has great numbers. Of course he has great numbers. Cooper Cup's taking two defenders with him on every play. You know, it's opening up the field for the rest of the offense. Um, when you look at, at the guy who's doing the most this year to to make his team a better team, to, to turn them into a, a championship team, I, I think it's Cooper Cup. Um, you know, and that, that's more to, to me, it's, it's what we're talking most valuable, not best quarterback. If we're talking best quarterback, I would go Aaron Rodgers. I'm just looking, by the way, I'm looking at the offensive player of the year number. And if I had a vote and Jeff, let me bring you in for this as well. If you had a vote at the associated press for offensive player of the year, how do you possibly parse? Like Jonathan Taylor and Cooper cup are having such great years at their position. How do you possibly choose one of those guys over the other? Like, who would you go with? Who would your vote go to? I couldn't answer that right now. I would go with Taylor, but it would be it, it would be a really difficult choice. And also, imagine how difficult this would be if Derrick Henry didn't get hurt. Oh, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even want to think about that. I mean, I don't even know who you vote for between Taylor and Cup for Offensive Player of the Year, Jason. Like, it's hard enough in that category. I think I would vote for Taylor, Offensive Player of the Year, and I'd vote for Cup for MVP because what what Cup is doing is on a most valuable player level. And and it's not it's not just when you look at the oh, well he has 2000 yards or whatever. It's every game and I I do watch every Rams game if if you notice I'm right. a little biased. I, I am noticing. But yes. He look at look at the game logs. He's getting 10, 15 uh, targets targets a game yeah, yeah. there's no off games no no down games he's he's the creator in that offense the, yeah. Matt Stafford might be the quarterback but he's the guy who who opens up the entire offense I'm going to send you a uh, Aaron Rodgers resume tape for Christmas how about that just in case, in case you've missed I his think, work I think he's yes. going to have voters that 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 vote against him even if he deserves it just because of the covid stuff you know there could be that there could still be that I would hate to think that they you know and I'm not on his side on it at all but I would hate to think a award for for an NFL, you know, performance would would be affected by that. But again, these are human beings. But think about if they somehow don't get the number one seed. Yeah. Voters are going to say, well, they they lost that game in Kansas City by three points or it's whatever. Point. With Jordan Love, that was the season. That's that. You know, it's a good point. Well taken. Let me just do one more here before we go. Comeback Player of the Year, player who has shown perseverance in overcoming adversity in the form of not being in the NFL the previous year, a severe injury. Or simply poor performance. That is the criteria for the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Now, I just want to say this. The reason I bring this up is because Dak Prescott's minus 650 at BetMGM, and Joe Burrow is plus 650. If you look at the stats for both Prescott and Burrow, and we did a little blind resume last night on primetime action, they're virtually identical. So in terms of the numbers, there's no way Dak Prescott should be minus 650 and Joe Burrow should be plus 650. Let's just establish that. But... My whole thing is that both things can be true. The numbers can be out of whack, but it also still can be the case that it's still Dak Prescott's award. Because my whole thing with this has always been, what exactly is Joe Burrow coming back from? And I know the literal answer is an injury. But Joe Burrow's played 10 games, you know, he played 10 games last year in the National Football League. That's his whole career in the NFL before this year. 
So I just don't know you. I don't. I, this is a narrative award. So I think the narrative, the arc on Dak Prescott, because people have seen him play a whole career. They've seen the heights. By the way, it doesn't hurt an award like this if your injury is the most gruesome of the bunch, right? So I just don't think, I don't think that you can. It, yes, the number's out of whack, but it's Dax, isn't it? Am I wrong? This is this is one of those awards, sort of like Offensive Player of the Year, where I say to books, I don't know why you're offering this in the first place, because this is something that, like me, personally, I wouldn't even spend the time handicapping on a weekly basis if I was a bookmaker. So I, I never mm-hmm. understand why these awards are, are, are posted with numbers in the first place. But last year, with Alex, uh, Alex Smith... Um, kind of getting, <clears throat> getting you know a huge number all season. I think they've kind of just replicated that with Prescott this season, and it's not, it's not a very large bet market for there to be a lot of opposition or, or people kind of fighting over numbers. So Prescott, they just kind of put a huge number on him, and it, it stays there. I would actually probably bet on Nick Bosa at nine to one. He's a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. He's not going to win. There's you know two three guys up top really fighting for the award, but uh, Nick Bosa nine to one is putting up a much better season than Burrow or Prescott, who are both having great seasons for quarterbacks. But you know I think we're just so you mentioned narrative stuff, but we're just so into quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. We're we ignore these other guys doing great things, and you know you watch a 49ers game, Nick Bosa's doing really really great things right now. Yeah, what's Carson Wentz coming back from? Sucking. 50 yeah. to 1 on Garson Woods. Uh, thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. And you're right. Comeback Player of the Year should be named after Alex Smith. 17 surgeries later. And getting back on the field, leading the league in yards one week. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Jason Weingarten, everybody. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We'll come back. We're wor- our worst bets, I should say. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms of cost apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA. Member FDIC. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, Jeff, you have uh, just a, a note on the NBA because this is a transaction that amused all of us here in studio. Yeah, Joe Johnson's back at the age of uh, the age of forty. Celtics signed him to a ten-day contract with one of those uh, one of the COVID replacement players uh, deals. So I, I mean, I guess there's that's what it's come to. Where Joe Johnson is back in the league. Well, Joe Johnson has been destroying the big three. He's the MVP of it multiple times, but hasn't played in the league since 2018. Forty years old, and John Goulet just said off off uh, air. Joe Johnson was drafted before Tom Brady ever won a Super Bowl. Boy, if that doesn't put it in perspective. What do you, I mean, okay, so hockey last night, we had the Knights and the Lightning. That was the last hockey game we're going to see uh, until post Christmas. Like I said yesterday, I'm sure the virus will be impressed by this break. The NBA, Adam Silver yesterday, in an interview with Malika Andrews, he said the NBA has no such plans to stop play. And that they are going to do, right? They, they came to this agreement where replacement players, if you will, are now in, in tow. Does this make you want to bet the NBA more or less? In other words, I always say pre-flop ATS NBA betting. Good luck to you. In-game, different story. I'm almost more interested now because I think you can get a, a much quicker hack feel for how good or bad certain teams' replacement players would be. If it gets that. But look, we have a Christmas day now. Giannis isn't playing. KD and Harden aren't playing. Trey Young's not playing. I mean, is this... I, I mean, I, I, I still think Adam Silver's probably right. You play through for now, at least, in theory. Though, that's subject to change. Does it make you want to bet it more or less? No, it doesn't make me want to bet it more. I think it'd be more inclined to bet it in-game. Like you were saying, you'd yeah. be able to pick up pretty quickly which of these teams' replacement players are worse uh, than, than others or better than others. But pre-flop, it doesn't change anything for me. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not pre-flop. I really meant what I said about college football, but bowl, bowl games earlier in the show, which is, you know, I go around saying college football bowl season is the best in-game breeding ground there is. Why would you bet these pre-flop? Watch a couple drives. You can figure out pretty quickly what's going on. I don't. I think that's been the case thus far. 
Again, Wyoming and Kent State, great example of that yesterday. You watch the first part of that game. I thought Kent State was going to roll them. And then Wyoming just comes storming back. And Kent State's defense does what they do, gives up 50-plus. By the way, this is from Las Vegas. Chris chiming in. Uh, he has a coach of the year bet that he made in the NFL that he wanted to uh, that he wanted to uh, talk about. He said he took Frank Reich at seventy-five to one last week. Obviously, you can't get Frank Reich at seventy-five to one currently, but that was before the Colts win over the Patriots. And we talk about the paths to get a coach of the year. There's a path for Frank Reich too, I think. Right? If they somehow overcome the Titans and win that division, maybe Frank Reich could win coach of the year. I really think, like with a lot of these guys. It really does come down to these final three weeks of the season. I don't think this award is determined at all yet. Of all those folks that we showed on the screen, courtesy of BetMGM, the only one on there that I'm like, by the way, Frank Reich now 16 to 1. The only guys on there where I'm like, I don't really see any path. Mike McCarthy, I don't see a path. Like, what? He, so what? He's not getting the. It, I mean. If they got the first seed, would he get it? I mean, I don't know. He's not I, the first I'm not going to say it's impossible. It's just extraordinarily unlikely. Yeah. Their path to the one seed is not as crazy as we thought. As we not thought, nutty. Gil. No. Because if they went out and Green Bay loses once, well, Tampa loses once, Dallas is the one. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Should I read some tweets? Did I Ron Burgundy through some tweets? This is always kamikaze right here. Let's see what we got here. This is from uh, Johnny Brock. First off, love the show. But very randomly, what brand are those glasses? <laughs> I absolutely love those. Would love to acquire some for myself. Warby Parker. They disturbed the game in eyeglasses. Yesterday we had a question about why I wear a jacket on one show and not the other. Now we have a glasses question. Uh, Mickey Baca. Currently sitting on a Bills to win the division ticket. Sunday between New England-Buffalo basically decides the division with the remaining schedule. Do you recommend a play on New England money line to get off the bet? Minus 135 is the game line versus minus 170 for the division per DK. We actually had this uh, from somebody, I forgot his name, the other day. The best Buffalo Bills bet right now is probably the over on the adjusted season win total at 10.5. If you think Buffalo's winning this game, and by the way, I do not recommend you get off because I think Buffalo might win this game too. And if, if there's nothing in your conviction, this is the thing about it, is there, if there's nothing in your conviction that has changed about Buffalo, I don't know why you would get off this bet. But the best bet right now on the Bills is the season win total market because that you can get plus 175-ish we saw in some spots. Remember, after the Bills play the Patriots, they have a home game against, uh, home games against Atlanta and the Jets to close it out. Scotty B, 726, I didn't see this. How about Frank Reich if he runs the board? For Coach of the Year. Uh, Forrest Lehman. Mahomes MVP is ludicrous. 16 turnovers? Come on, Jason. You're better than that. I'm with you, Forrest. I don't think there's any scenario where Patrick Mahomes will get the MVP this year. Because it's, it's not a... I agree with Jason on the one hand that Patrick Mahomes is in that LeBron category, right? Where you could... If he has a great year, you could give him the MVP every year. He's that good. But this isn't that year. He's not getting the MVP this year. And by the way, I don't think there's anything Andy Reid could do to get coach of the year. I really don't. You're, you're, you agree? We're in agreement. Yeah. Do to do. Jay, touchdown Jesus. One name not mentioned in the coach segment under the cloud of smoke, Sean Payton. 3-0 and finish puts them 10-7 and possibly playoffs with three different quarterbacks and wins over Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and New England. By the way, it should be noted that Sean, uh, Sean Payton Went from 80 to 1 to 40 to 1 this week without being on the sidelines. We should all be uh, considered that way. Phil Weiss, hallelujah. First time in over three years I can 100% agree with Jason. I don't know what he's talking about, but he 100% agrees with Jason. And on and on. Always appreciate the tweets uh, at beating the book. I don't want to Ron Burgundy through more. There might be, there might be some obstacles. I don't know. Uh, okay. Worst bet. Jeff, that you've made all year in the year 2021 would be what? The Jets season win total over six. No, that's not that comical. It's not that not a, not a, not a good one. No, it's not good. It's not a good one. Not good. No, what, I really. All was that my, more all, of a bet with your heart, or did you really think they'd get there? I, I thought their schedule was soft in the second half of the year, uh, which, quite frankly, you look at the opponents, and really none of them other than Tampa have ended up being any good. Uh, even though New Orleans might end up in the playoffs. But, 
No, I thought they were going to be a little bit better. I thought they would improve over the year. They survived the beginning of the year, winning two of the first five. They had a shot. They went one and four. Uh, that was one as soon as they lost the London game to Atlanta. I was like, well, we're going to chalk this up as a loss. Uh, but that's that's a bad one. I, Gil, I was trying to go through my uh, my college basketball bets because there was a run in there in <laughs> yeah. February last at the beginning of the year yeah. where it just felt like I couldn't win a college basketball bet. But none of those... None of those felt, in retrospect, looked bad. It was just a bad run more than anything. So uh, that that's what I would go with. Really, honestly, all my season win totals, the, the Brown season win totals, a, a loser. Uh, the, it's uh, such the a Eagles, tough – I mean, but that's not a no, I mean, one. They just, got crushed, yeah. That, that was the be- the worst collection of it were, were my season win totals uh, this year in, in the NFL. Hmm. All right. Mine are way more comical. Yours are, yours are going to be funnier. Yeah, I, I will say that. Yeah, way more comical. So honorable mention, honorable mention, and, and by the way, I corrected this one. And that's why it only gets honorable mention. And I knew it was a dumb bet when I made it, but I knew it was a, just a flyer. The Rudy Gobert 200 to one to win the MVP in the NBA is honorable mention. I for, I forgot. It's I've, it's the number, right? And Rudy Gobert is putting together a great season, but I I have my Steph Curry MVP ticket because I know he's going to win. It's not like last year's MVP market in the NBA where it's a different guy as the short shot every year, every week, rather. It's Curry's to lose, period. Period, as the kids say. Yes, Jeff. We're forget- I'm, I, I, how could I forget the one? Our Kirk Cousins bets. Those actually will go in the category. Oh, Kirk Cousins MVP, 250 <laughs> to one? Yeah. But I don't consider that because it was 250 to one at the time, and there was like, that was a terrible number at the time. Trust me, my... my Trust me, my worst bet crushes all these. This is this is nothing. That is true. We did get the Kirk Cousins 251. I forgot that we even had that. By the way, is Kirk Cousins going to win the MVP? I'm just curious. Do you have any shots? No, nothing. Kirk Cousins has put together a great season, Jeff. His stats are phenomenal. But he plays in a league with Aaron Rodgers and 44-year-old Tom Brady. So I don't consider that like an awful bet at that number. Always has to do with it. Always has to do with the the comedy of the uh, person. No, 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 no. Mine, mine is far better than all of this. Mine is a two hundred to one wager I made on a certain player to win the Heisman. Talua Tagovailoa, <laughs> Talia Tagovailoa, two hundred to one. That bet lasted thirty six glorious hours. Before he threw three picks. What was that game against Iowa? Three picks in the first half against Iowa? Yeah, that, the, game, the game that legitimately went from one score to four scores in about that, four minutes a game. That time. is legit my worst bet of the entire season. Because literally right after I got it, within a half of football, it was toast. We all have one of them. And if you don't, you're not betting as much as I am or you're lying. One or the other. We'll come back. Speaking of... Uh, to Leo. We'll say something about Tua next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a and e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tis the seven days of parlays. We should have the camera on Jeff when we read this one. BetMGM is celebrating the holidays by delivering parlay presents to you every day for a week from December 19th to December 25th. We're in the window. BetMGM customers can unwrap free bets and risk-free wagers when they place a one-game parlay. Plus, there are plenty of parlay boost tokens and other bonuses under the tree. If you're a sports fan, you're automatically on the nice list at the King of Sportsbooks. Not yet registered for BetMGM? All you need to do is sign up on the BetMGM app. It won't take you but a few seconds. Or go to BetMGM.com to enjoy a piece of the holiday action. Get in the parlay spirit at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Mississippi. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. I was just saying off air, we, we do this uh, Coach of the Year stuff and MVP awards, these season-long awards. It's amazing how much feedback they uh, they listed. On and on, we'll read a few more. This is from uh, Pearl Not Pearl on Twitter. Does the NFL really want to give it to Rodgers with his COVID controversy? Not to mention, uh, oh, there was an NFL uh, Twitter updated their, uh, their, I don't know if that was, uh, I don't know why they would put JT for MVP. Did NFL Twitter really put that up there? Uh, no, the, the point about Rodgers and the off-the-field stuff, 100%, and uh, that didn't go well for Aaron Rodgers. My thing is this, though. I'm not sure how many. Will it be enough voters? Will there be enough voters to hold that against them to sway this to Brady? We'll see. And will they ever admit to that? Never. Forrest Lehman uh, if we're just using the eye test, Rodgers would be the MVP every year, in my humble opinion. Has he ever missed a throw across his body? 40 yards in between two defenders? Can't say I can remember any mistakes. Non-COVID related. Um, and he said Wentz could be infinity to one. I wouldn't bet it. As of now, he hasn't come He hasn't come back. Kind of critical in the comeback category. <laughs> You're right. Uh, 57 yards passing. Five completions this past week in victory over the New England Patriots. New York mess 16. Was it not too long ago that it was said that the Rams were not bettable if Robert Woods was not playing yet. Cooper Cup drawing double teams and carrying the Rams to victory is not MVP-worthy? By the way, I'm a little biased, too, holding a 100-to-1 ticket. Um, yes, you're a little biased. Again, I don't, I'm not saying he's not MVP-worthy. I'm just telling you about the history of those two awards. And I don't remember a time where we said the Rams were unbettable if Robert Woods, <laughs> Robert Woods wasn't playing. He's a key cog, but I don't remember us saying that. Like in the same way we talk about the Raiders being unbettable with Darren Waller or the Falcons being unbettable with Patterson without Patterson or the Niners being unbettable without Debo. Ryan Thompson, mine is probably Tua's brother. I don't even remember his actual name to win the Heisman less than 24 hours before he threw like nine interceptions versus Iowa. And then apparently we did the segment, and Ryan followed up with, ha, okay, I guess I know where I got that idea from now. <laughs> Sorry. Larry L., I tailed that damn Heisman bet. Crying emoji. Sorry, guys. Blew that one. Again, 200 to 1, the point was made here, that anything 200 to 1 can't be your worst bet, but it was just the, it was the severe nature of what happened literally 24, 36 hours after that. Three picks, first quarter, uh, first half, rather, versus the Hawkeyes. Um, and I wanted to also close this, too, Jeff, because you and I got into a brief little talk about Tua Tagovailoa yesterday on the show. And I wanted to just follow up on that because we were, we were debating a little sports talk radio here, but perhaps this will inform some of your, uh, your bets with the Dolphins moving forward. We were talking about how, you know, I don't know how Tua came up, but you and I were debating it off air, and I was saying Tua, to me, is conservatively top half NFL quarterback conservatively like you could even make the case that he's 13th or 14th best but conservatively top 15 16 and I don't think there's any question about that you disagree with that Jeff he's he's probably on that back end 
the back end top half at best. I still think he's probably around 20. The problem we have now is there's just so many Dude, bad quarterbacks. Go in through this the league. league. There's no way he's 20th. Plus, here's the thing with Tua, and I just want to point this out from an analytics standpoint. These ladies and gentlemen are actually analytics, not the uh, analytics in quotes that you hear people railing against half the time who think they're anti-analytics when they don't even know what analytics are. Tua, last year, the, the very fewest separation yards of all of his receivers combined. So Tua had the smallest windows to throw into with his receivers. That matters. Our eyes don't pick that up when we're watching football. Analytics do, right? The people who go back and sort of review all of that. But we're not processing that when we're watching football games. And so you ask yourself, well, what's the deal with Tua this year with his receivers? Well, they drafted Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddell, you know, runs at the speed of sound. So Jalen Waddell is going to have separation. But if you take Jalen Waddell out... And you talk about all the rest of Tua's receivers. Once again, it is the lowest yards of separation in the entire National Football League. It's like 2.2 yards or something like that. Average. So, again, I don't think we properly appreciate Tua Tagovailoa, who people love to bash. I don't know if it was the whole tanking for Tua thing or whatever. And I'm not saying he's a top 10 quarterback, but he's certainly top half. And the interesting thing about this is the Dolphins are still obsessed with Deshaun Watson. We've kindly, we've kind of forgotten about the whole Deshaun Watson thing, and rightfully so. We're in a playoff stretch now, heading into the postseason, the home stretch of the regular season, where playoff positions are uh, being determined. So I guess, you know, stuff like Deshaun Watson and all of his off-the-field stuff is going to go by the wayside currently. But soon, once the season is over, we'll be talking about him again. And the Dolphins are obsessed with Deshaun Watson. That still might happen. We'll see what happens off the field. But if that's the case and Tua becomes available, like how would you like to be Tua? You, you, you have this, you're already hamstrung because your receivers aren't getting any separation. And there's all this Deshaun thing happening behind the scenes. Let me tell you, as a fan of like the Washington football team, and I'm sure there's the fans of other teams that need quarterbacks, I would take Tua in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. Give me that. Anyway, that's my Tua rant. Because we got into it afterwards about that. All right, so what do you have bet? So today, first of all, let's do college football today. You are you have you have Army in pocket minus three and a half. Was that your number? Yeah, I got an early one. Okay, I figured it was going to go up. I would not bet it at six and a half. I think you're getting to the point where Mizzou is talented enough to play this game within a touchdown. But uh, if you're making me bet it, I'd still probably lay the six and a half with Army. Mizzou's defense is terrible, as we documented yesterday. 124th against the run this year. So uh, I don't know how that works against a, a team that only runs in Army. So that would be the only way. Uh, if you maybe play it at this number, I would lay an Army, but tread carefully because the number is way higher than it, it, it was 10 days ago. Brady Cook started at quarterback from Mizzou. Tyler Beatty will not play. He is dunzo on his way to the next level. So I, I have Army... As a money line parlay leg, I mentioned this with the Rams money line parlay leg yesterday and San Diego State against the number. So I just need Army to win that. The only person on we so we've talked to what four different people about this game. Futak is the only one on Mizzou, but he has a history of betting. We talked about this yesterday. He has a history of betting against Army every single year in bowl season, and he's an over at this point, including the year where Army won by like fifty six points. Some years ago, four or five years ago. Uh, NFL, then, what bets are you in, in your account? Or what are you going to make? Well, uh, quick updates here, because there's a few COVID-related things going on. Uh, Robert Sala tested positive. Uh, so he uh, he is vaccinated. Uh, all the coaches are. So he will have a chance to be back for Sunday. But he is now one of 15 Jets who has COVID, who have covid uh, granted, looking at the list, here come the Jets. Looking at the list, there are not uh, maybe two, two, three players that are any good on that list. So uh, I don't know how much that impacts it, unless if there's more rolling positives, which means that that Jacksonville teaser possibility update in a half now is probably going to go in there in some fa in <laughs> some you, fashion. Gil. You are a bold man. But if the Jets don't have players, different story, maybe. I'm look. I'm going to stick with what I said on Monday on guessing lines, not because I think the number is wrong, 
I will take the three with Minnesota against the Rams. Uh, they're both on short weeks. Uh, the Vikings have this innate ability to play every game within one score. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't impressed with what I saw with the Rams last night. And even though they keep moving up our rankings, Gil, they're moving up our rankings because everyone else around them is falling apart. It's not because of what they're really doing. So it, it, I don't want to call it a last stand for Minnesota, but the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. They, this is a you got to have it with the with the Packers looming in Week 17. So I'll take the three with Minnesota. That's really the only straight side that I like at this point. I got the Christmas teaser going. Christmas Day, Santa, and a teaser. Yeah, I got to love the uh, Green Bay Indianapolis teaser for the uh, doubleheader on Christmas. And I think I haven't put this in my account yet. Full disclosure, it is not a bet yet. But I think I'm taking the three and a half tomorrow night on the Tennessee Titans. A.J. Brown back in the lineup. Home game for the Titans, primetime game. Give me three and a half points. And I get it. The Niners, awesome with Debo. But I think I'm taking those points tomorrow night. Again, remember with the Titans. Minus 13 in turnovers, their last three losses. They held Pittsburgh. I know it's Pittsburgh, but to 12 first downs and 162 total yards. It's not like you can fully evaluate them. Lombardi line next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.